It took me many years to realize no one other than God and myself thinks democracy can be defeated. So, no one attacks it nor is anyone willing to engage with me when I suggest democracy is a problem. Yet, few people believe democracy works as advertised. In democracy's purest form, now called direct democracy, the power of the plebiscite is referred to as a tyranny of the majority. Democratic nations have modified direct democracy in different ways to reduce the tyranny of the plebiscite and to make democracy less risky for the rich and powerful. But democracy still reflects something approaching serial autocracy. The electorate vote in an autocrat with the comforting belief they can vote him out and periodically vote a new one in. But ultimately, the modification of democracy means nothing much changes. If the people had their way, wealth and power would be stripped from every elite in the nation. Even so, democracy exists because the people are threatened with the bogeyman of fascism and an autocratic dictatorship. It is those who desire wealth and power that threaten the direst of consequences if they do not get elected. The democratic, liberal state might lock our bank accounts and prevent us from accessing our bank cards, but it is a democracy. Even if the state takes our guns, stops us driving our cars and forces us to permit our kids to be treated with hormones and sterilized, we have the right to vote. We may not be choosing who is electable, but we can vote for a pre-selected candidate. The biggest fear of a democratic people is of a powerful state. Power, we say, belongs with the people. Perhaps we forget politicians are people too. We want the right to remove a leader, but we can only do this by replacing him or her, we cannot leave a position vacant. It is one thing to reject the divine right of kings, but can we reject our own claim to authority? If the divine right of kings was brute force exercised over unarmed subjects what legitimized democracy but the tacit threat of revolution? We do not look at a group of persons and think the majority has the right to decide all question concerning the group. Democracy is not a natural element of a community, it is an artificial feature devised by man. The unstated fact is that if the product or service does not exist, all the votes in the world will not manifest it. Even drunks go hungry if no one is willing to fork out the 20 bucks to buy a three-topping pizza. But it is not just out of antipathy for the electorate that some nations do not have fair or frequent elections. Why hold an election when the outcome is irrelevant? Speeches never tell us what a politician will do once elected. If companies hire special people to investigate and question a job candidate and still experience disappoint, what is the likelihood of the voter not picking the wrong candidate? Perhaps this is why there are political parties. Let the party pick the best candidate and the people will pick the party. Democratic nations rail at the fixed elections of some communist countries, but they have not decided what a fair election looks like. The gerrymandering of election districts and the carefully orchestrated smear campaigns during elections suggest the West does not know what democracy ought to look like. In any case, most elections are decided by a few populous urban centers. The hinterland being but a political echo with no significant impact on who governs the nation. What too few will admit or even consider is there is only one source of legitimacy and that is faith. This might appear to be an odd conclusion but let's put it this way. If you do not have faith in it you will fear it and fear of the other is the hallmark of illegitimacy. The weakness of democracy is its illegitimacy in the fear it generates. In olden days, the government was little more than a council offering advice to the king. 
The gentry feared the king's power and wished to give him advice, but the king feared competition from the nobles, and so it only permitted advice to be given. It was when this council became a government with the ability to withhold funds from the monarch that democracy came into its own. The fear of the king was well-founded, but in controlling the purse, fear was managed. But if democracy has the capacity to levy taxes and allocate them according to its own priorities, it becomes something to be feared by the people. But how to wrest power from the state when the subject funds the oppression? The power of democracy is the power of the state. Without the state to make manifest the vote, the vote itself is just statistics. The power of the state is dependent on the ability of the state to control access to the national assets. The state used to be tied to the martial power of the king's army. Now the ability of the state to control the national assets is tied to the level of risk the nation faces. The state has a vested interest in representing the level of risk in the worst possible light in order to extract a higher level of compliance from its subjects. To defeat democracy requires removing its power over assets. The state has a derived authority because even when it owns or controls assets it does not have the capacity to produce anything of value. Democratic governments are parasites dependent on the economy for survival. But no state or government is legitimate because none have a legitimate claim to any part of the natural world. But the problem for democratic government is that the people have no greater legitimacy to the physical world than does the autocrat. How does government govern without explicit authority over the national assets? Governments, whether a dictatorship or democracy, has its root in coercive power. All coercion rests on physical force applied to physical things. The doctrine of power is the claim that might makes right, and the end justifies the means. Those who do not agree are beaten up or slaughtered. Faith is the power that overthrows democracy because faith overcomes fear and fear is the source of all political power. Faith in God translates into faith in the people of God. Faith in each other builds trust. But trust is not just a synonym for faith, it is an organization that develops from the works of faith, done with the people of faith, for the people of faith. By living out our faith, fear is banished, and democracy is uprooted. The first step is a leap of faith. The person of faith must overcome fear. In this system of things fear is countered through the accumulation of property. Faith requires at least a partial divestment of one's assets, particularly those that have commercial application. Commercial assets are assigned to a trust. Those who capitalize the trust are credited with shares issued by the trust. Preferred shares represent equity and are issued on par with fiat currency. $500 in commercial property gives the trust the equity necessary to issue 500 preferred shares. All work for the trust is paid a living wage rate. If you work your work creates assets for the trust. This work provides the equity needed to issue preferred shares. Those who access the goods and services of the trust have their preferred share account deducted. When preferred shares serve as a unit of account, the unit of account is called a prefer, designated by the symbol, purchases are deducted from the prefer's account of the buyer and credited to the prefer's account of the seller. If Abe needs a driveway and Margaret needs a tutor for her children, Bill in construction and Julie in education provide these services to Abe and Margaret. The accounts of Bill and Julie are credited the value of the work they do. Abe's and Margaret's accounts are debited the cost of the services they received. 
Over time, Abe and Margaret will provide the trust with goods and services that pay down the debit balance. Multiply this activity by many thousands of people and exchanges, and the trust will be able to provide all goods and services needed. This includes public goods. Trusts are able to provide all goods and all services, eliminate unemployment and poverty, and do all this without the need for taxes or the state.